At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So think about the power of that, guys. A correlated parlay is saying if the first bet wins Texas against the spread then the second bet has a better chance. So the parlay is the better bet here than each of these bets individually. If you like Texas, plus the points. If you like Ohio State, minus the points. Be bad. It's the best time. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Thursday night in Dallas and saw the Cowboys upset the Saints 13-10, snapping the Saints' 10-game winning streak. RJ, what did Vegas make of the Cowboys' big win? Well, Vegas, if you're speaking of the bookmakers, was happy because 75% of the bets on the Saints, the cash on the Saints. Why? They had covered against the spread nine straight games. The Saints, if they had covered, would have been the first team since 1992, 92, to have covered 10 in a row. Did not happen. The fifth team in a row to fail on that 10th game. So nine straight ATS covers in the 10th game, now 0-5 against the spread since 92. Why? Those teams get expensive. And the Saints and Fez, you talked about it. You loved the game. You loved the Cowboys. Your followers cashed. You cashed big time. Straight out of Vegas listeners cashed if they listen to you. Now, to me, though, the handicap you had was, oh, the line should be three and a half, the Saints, but it's seven and a half, value. But even if the line was three and a half, the right line in your mind, Dallas exceeded even those expectations. 
What happened in the game? What is our takeaway, Steve Fezzik? It's a surging Dallas defense, RJ, that frankly, Drew Brees felt uncomfortable the entire game, especially at the start of the game. He started 0 for 4, the first three Saints drives, only one first down. Kudos to that Dallas defense. And kudos to you because even weeks ago, you had a lot of optimists. Some would say, remember on Seinfeld where Kramer goes, he's a cockeyed optimist? Some would say you were uh, cockeyed when it came to your love of the Cowboys' defense. Now, though, it looks like you were prescient, as the high IQ people say, seeing the future. Right now, where do you rank Dallas' defense? 1 to 32. I have Dallas at number 10. They've cracked the top 10. Number 10. Boy, Colin on the herd today was saying... The best front seven in the NFL, better than the Bears, Dallas. Boy, that seems way optimistic. Hmm. But I agree with you, statistically, the Dallas defense, about 10th. I think they're better than that. And here's my theory. Let me know what you think. The trend line on this team is steeper upwards than the typical good defense. They're getting better at a faster pace. Why? Because the key players are young, right? So we've got a rookie, the seven-on-seven phenom with Van Der Esch, and he's getting better and better in front of our eyes, right? And on if you look at another key player, Jalen Smith, second-year player, But Jalen Smith was really hurt at the end of his college career. So now you could make the case the first year he's fully healthy, 100% back. But even if it's just his second year, he's on a learning curve. So I would make the case there's no – if you say take the two best first or second-year players on defense off of each team. So just go to each team and say the only universe of defensive players we're considering is first or second year. I would make the case Dallas's two guys, two youngsters, contribute more to their defense than any other first or second year tandem. Does that sound right? Brad, you're the college guy. You know the youngsters in the NFL very well. What do you think? Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't disagree with that whatsoever. So if you have an especially young defense, it feels like throughout that second year for Smith and first year for the rookie – you're going to get a trend line. They're going to be so much better in week 13, let's say, than week seven. If you look at the stats, though, even the algorithms that weight the more recent games more, I don't think it's weighting the more recent games enough. Thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you. The advanced analytics had Dallas DVOA on defense at number 14. That'll probably get upgraded to 12 with this good performance. But I really think you can make a case with that trend line argument currently that they're cracking the top 10. Absolutely. And, Brad, an example of that is college basketball. Straight out of Vegas is 12 months a year, 52 weeks a year. Well, probably in July I'll be gone for a little bit, but, you know, it'll move on. Straight out of Vegas without RJ isn't quite the same, but it'd still be here. We'll be talking, though, in February more than once. Oh, this team, if you just look at their record, it's deceiving in college basketball because they have – Three freshmen, one sophomore, and they are so much better today than they were in December, right? That's a concept. Kentucky, for example, is 
better at the end of the year almost every year. Yep, absolutely. And I think that the Dallas's defense with the youngsters is similar to that. The trend line up is steep. I still think durability, guys, has to be an issue with Jalen Smith. His knee injury that he suffered in the Fiesta Bowl was so bad. There was nerve damage, multiple ligaments involved. The fact that he's gotten to this point, he looks fantastic, but I would just be cautious as to being able to rely on those two staying healthy together for a decade. I think it's a great point, but who's betting the next decade? Right? If you're a fan, I think Jonas is right, speaking for the fans, but even – Next week, I'm betting right now 95-plus percent of NFL bets are about the upcoming games. You could bet maybe who's going to make the playoffs. You could bet Super Bowl odds, but that's less than 5%. Now, before the season, when you're betting season-long, over-under win totals, who's going to win divisions, it's very important to think of durability. Fez, I've heard you in multiple season-long handicaps before the season starts saying – Oh, I think this team will be mighty good in September. They're brittle, though. They're old. I think they're going to fade late. Like, you consider that with your season-long bets. Yeah, back in August, I'm a long-term trader thinking about the entire season. Now I'm a short-term trader, seven-day window, RJ. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Guys, it's time here on Straight Out of Vegas for the Friday tradition that is. We promise to use him wisely. Are you ready for this? Wise guy, huh? It's the wisest wise guy wisdom. Well, wise guys, what is it? And we start in Jacksonville, where the Indianapolis Colts on the road are a four and a half point favorite over the Jaguars. You know, if you look at Andrew Luck, obviously having a comeback season. I don't think people realize how well Andrew Luck is playing. Best quarterback rating, QBR, ESPN does, in the history of the NFL was Tom Brady in 2007. The last five games that Andrew Luck has played, all five of them individually, one, two, three, four, and five, he had a better QBR than Tom Brady's best season. So over the course of five games, Andrew Luck is playing in each and every game better than the best quarterback has ever played for a season. It is easier to do that over five games, but this level, the last five games, is all-time historically good quarterback play for Andrew Luck. Sunday night football, the Steelers a three-point favorite over the Chargers. Steelers. Lost last week, obviously, to Denver. Here's an amazing stat. Pittsburgh outgained Denver by more yards than any team outgained their opponent last week. Fez, if I would tell you, I'm going to tell you because I got the almanac from Back to the Future, who's going to have the best yardage differential this week? And, oh, by the way, that team isn't favored by more than four points. I'm guessing you would want to bet that team. Yeah, probably covers, what, 88% of the time? Yeah, a lot. So, yeah, Pittsburgh obviously lost the game, but it might be the best of both worlds. If you look at the yardage, the team's playing pretty well, but the motivation is there because Pittsburgh did lose the game. The Panthers are at the Buccaneers. Carolina, a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Tampa's been a... mm, darling of the batters. A lot of... Not necessarily every week, but... I think the betters like Tampa better than the average fan. Fez, you've got Tampa, what, 
16th? Am I remembering that right? 18th in my power ratings. 18th, like like a smidge below average. You might think he's crazy. Guys, check out the yardage that Tampa Bay has gained the last seven games. I'm going to read each of them quickly. 412, 510, 501. That's 501 yards. 301, okay. 576, 456, 510. I don't I haven't seen Elias or whatever. I wonder over those seven games if that's the the best seven game run for yardage in the history of the NFL. I mean, it's like 500 a game almost. So, yeah, turnovers huge problem for Tampa. I don't think Tampa's an above average team, but boy, that offense, it's getting as many yards as any I've seen and we're talking about a half a season. Yeah, minus 21 turnover differential year to date last in the NFL. The wise guys know this typically is not predictive going forward. Yeah, so the fact that they turn the ball over a bunch Tampa means they've suffered for that in the past. It doesn't mean it's going to keep happening. In fact, Odds are it doesn't keep happening, right? So I think Tampa might be a team to look at. By the way, you said the differential was minus 21. There's only one other team worse than minus 11. So there's one team that's almost as bad as Tampa, and then the other 30 teams, even the worst of them, have about half as many net negative turnovers. Tampa is, like, historically bad with turnovers, and historically good with yardage. The Falcons are a a one-and-a-half-point favorite over the Ravens. I actually, you know, there's going to be a pick on this game, Jonas. I don't know if you know that. (laughs) And I'm going to say something now so people don't think I'm being hard on Jonas later when he gives his first pick in six weeks. So you think he's got (laughs) to love it, right? This is the Falcons' rush defense the last three games, yards per carry, the opposition, how many yards Atlanta's given up per carry? Now, average in the NFL, Fez, is? 4.3, I believe. Really? I thought it was closer to 4. No, it's gone up this year. All right, so 4 and some change. 4.8 yards, 4.5 yards, 7.3 yards. Ooh. Last three games. So we know with Lamar Jackson, Baltimore's running, running, running. In fact, last week, Baltimore had 242 yards rushing. But, boy, Atlanta, worst defense by DVOA, and it looks like their run D is getting worse for the Falcons. The Texans are a a five-and-a-half-point favorite hosting the Browns. I think this is advantage Browns when it comes to matchups. Houston's about defense. I know Watson gets the publicity, but the DVOA, and that's an advanced metric from football outsiders that we trust, for Houston's offense is number 25, right? But they're number 16 passing, number 30 running. So it's simple to say Houston has to pass the ball. Well, the Browns' defense against the pass, second best in the NFL. Browns' defense against the run, number 26. So this is one of the handful of teams where they can stop one thing and can't stop the other. Browns can stop the pass, and Houston seems to have to pass to win Matchup advantage, Browns. The Dolphins favored by three and a half, hosting the Bills. Yeah, you know, Miami, five and six record, talking about the playoffs. They've been outgained by their opposition, yardage-wise, five straight games. I mean, I know Miami's not as good as her record. 
boy, they might be even worse than people think. Outgained five straight games. The Bears are three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Giants. The Bears, I think there's some smoke and mirrors with the offense. Nagy, we've talked about that. And Trubisky, now obviously a backup quarterback. But they their, their ability to run the ball. If you're going to be an old-school team, what are you thinking about? Play defense, get some turnovers, run the ball well, selectively throw. This is the yards per rush. So this is the Bears, what they're gaining every time they run the ball the last four games. And we just said four and change is average. Two and a half yards, 3.8, two and a half, two and a half. So three of the last four games, the Bears have averaged two and a half yards exactly per rush, which is not much more than half of what the average team in the NFL does. If the Bears can't run, that means they got to pass. I don't want to be the Bears if they have to pass. Broncos at the Bengals. Denver, a five-point favorite. I'm going to just, instead of giving numbers here, I'm going to talk about a quick concept. Oftentimes, if a team's doing poorly, that's when you want to play on them because they're cheap. Think about it like a house, right? The idea that, oh, uh, the grass is really high or the stucco's falling off. It's cheap. Well, but fundamentally, you put a little, cut the grass and put a little new stucco, you're fine. But sometimes the house has like an open sore beneath it that nothing is going to fix, right? So even if it's cheap, it's cheap for a reason. The Bengals are cheap, but I think there's so much turmoil. Hugh Jackson coming in there as a coaching coach and waiting, and then the idea that they played that badly against the Browns, I, I don't know if you can properly quantify I don't know if the Brown or if the Bengals can be cheap enough considering the turmoil I think is going on in that locker room in that building. And more and more tiles are falling off the Bengal roof. Five new defenders on the injury reports. Well, you see how he extended that analogy <laughs> fast. The Rams are 10-point favorites at the Lions. You know, this Lions team, yeah, you know, I'm going to talk about the Rams. I don't think I think the Rams are probably one of two or three teams that needed a buy the most. They had so many tough games. They traveled so much, and especially going to Colorado and back for a home game before the bye. I think that obviously you've got a really good coach at McVay, and they tend to do well with buys. But I think even beyond that, the fatigue factor for the Rams was high, and I think the the time off will do the Rams. Good. The Packers are a 14-point favorite hosting the Cardinals. This is this is historic, the fact that the Packers are favored by 14. If you enter the second half of the season when records mean more, right? If you're one and two early, what does that mean? But second half of the season, there's only been one other team with a record as bad as the Packers to be favored by two touchdowns or more. And that team lost against the spread. So if the Packers cover the 14 they will be the first team in 30 years to cover a two touchdown or greater spread having a record as bad as they have right now the only way that makes sense is if Arizona is a historically bad team and they're not they're just a a normal bottom of the league bad team or Green Bay is a historically good team with a bad record I don't think they are 
I like Arizona. I actually have Arizona ranked above Oakland just in this year, so they're not a historically bad team. Agreed. The Chiefs at the Raiders, Kansas City, a 14.5-point favorite. We talked about buys. Andy Reid is the king of buys in the regular season, off a buy, 16-3 and three straight up. You might have heard that, but 14-5 and five against the spread. A lot of good teams with the Eagles, a lot of good teams with KC, and still 14-5 and five against the spread. Andy Reid off a bye. The Titans are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite hosting the Jets. Ooh, I think the thing I'd say about this game is I don't care who quarterbacks for the Jets. I think McCown and Darnold right now are a coin flip, and thus we're, do we have an update right now who's going to start fast? Yeah, very likely that it's going to be McCown. McCown? Yes. Wow. So to me – I don't, you know, as much as that's, hey, that's news, I think against the spread, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, no adjustment. The Vikings at the Patriots, New England favored by five. To me, this is about Minnesota being one-dimensional. Minnesota is number 32 running the ball. Worse than the NFL DVOA. With Belichick, if you're not multiple, as they call it, if you can't run and pass, if you want to do just one thing well, or if you can only do one thing well, I think Belichick can stop that historically. I think that's a big disadvantage, being so one-dimensional, Minnesota. And it's the Seahawks, favored by 9.5, hosting the 49ers. This is a stat I haven't heard anywhere else. I'm proud of it. But it's an eye-popper. So Seahawks favored by 9.5 or 10. It's the first time this season Seattle is favored by more than 3.5 points. Think about that. They have played... So many tough, tight games. Not favored by more than three and a half, and we're in week 13, and now they're favored by double digits almost and in, in, in doubles in some spots. I think this is the flat spot of flat spots for them to take a breath. I think motivationally, a big cause of concern for Seattle. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Now, I got to be honest with you. Fez came to me with a little kind of a wicked smile, and he said, you know something? These two games might be the best time to be bad this weekend. So you want to be bad? Really bad? Vegas is here to tell you the best time to be bad. And here's the reality, guys. Being a pro better, sometimes it's boring. You don't get to watch bet the TV games most of the time. You can't play the parlays. You can't do teasers unless they're through key numbers. Blah, blah, blah. Well, listen, if your livelihood, if eating or not is at stake, you do it. But we know you out there, most of you aren't pros. So you want to bet better. That's why you're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. But you like being bad. So what we're going to do every week is try to find the best way to be bad. Fez, you got it here. We're going to do a two-team parlay here. We're going to take Texas plus eight, parlayed with Ohio. Wait, wait, Texas plus eight? Yes, in game one okay. against Oklahoma. And then we're going to parlay it to Ohio State minus 14 and a half in game two. All right, so this isn't a teaser. This is just a parlay. A, two single bets parlay together. Now, that is usually $10 wins. 26 $10, so 100 wins, 260 et cetera. 
Now, I've always heard, and I'm going to be kind of like, uh, I don't understand this. I've always heard parlays are bad. Fez, explain it to me. The reason parlays generally are bad is you pay a little bit extra vigorous on each game. So you should payout. be getting a little more than 10 pays you 26. Correct. So you've got to have a reason to bet a parlay. And I've got a reason, and it's correlation here. The first game, 9 a.m., Texas-Oklahoma. If Texas covers, Oklahoma will have underperformed. That game will end around 1 o'clock Pacific. Then Ohio State will have— All right, so let's think about that. Texas covers. If they don't cover, your parlay's dead anyway. Second leg doesn't matter. But if Texas does cover, by definition, Oklahoma didn't do as well. They might win the game, but they didn't do as well as expected. So now what does that mean for the Ohio State bet? Ohio State extra motivation. Four hours after the Texas game ends, they'll have realized, hey, the window has swung open for us to get in. If we go ahead and we show well, Oklahoma underperformed, we're going uh, to overperform, and I think they will have every incentive to blow out Northwestern. Yeah, as we said before the show, we know the focus will be 100% because the door will feel open. So think about the power of that, guys. A correlated parlay is saying if the first bet wins Texas against the spread, then the second bet has a better chance. So the parlay is the better bet here than each of these bets individually. If you like Texas, plus the points. If you like Ohio State, minus the points. Be bad. It's the best time. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.